0: This week's show features an interview with John Armstrong, a commentary on the interview, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with John Armstrong with the Muskegon Astronomical Society. I'm here with John Armstrong. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today, John. You're quite welcome, Jason. Thank you. Why don't we start out talking about
1: astronomy? What is astronomy? Well, astronomy, of course, is the study of the nighttime sky. Uh, it can be any part of the heavens, really. It can include the sun in our daytime sky. But a lot of people relate astronomy to the, eve- the nighttime sky, uh, the stars, planets, galaxies, clusters that are out there, and just finding out more about them, finding out about where we are in our universe and studying not only all the facts and figures about the objects out there, but uh, where we've come from, where we're going, and possibly ideas for our future. What interests you most about astronomy? I think the thing that interests me the most is just the fact that on a clear crystal night, you can look up... And see all these pinpoints of light. Now I'm a facts and figures kind of guy. But just to know that these things are, these objects are millions or thousands of light years away. And to know also how big our own planet is,
0: sometimes it just boggles the mind. And the
1: views are nice through a telescope or binoculars.
0: What is the most amazing thing you've seen in your studies?
1: I think the most amazing thing I've seen, I can recall when I first got interested in astronomy back in late grade school. My father bought me a small reflector telescope. And the first time that I saw Saturn with the rings around the planet I about fell over, and I think that was the catalyst that got me interested in astronomy. Uh, I now have a second telescope, which I've had about a year, and have spent the first year doing a lot of visual work and finding out a lot more objects than I knew were out there, uh, that are out there, uh, that I didn't know about in my childhood days, but Seeing a new object for the first time visually is a great experience, and it's something that you can hold on to for a long, long time.
0: What types of things do you see when you're looking at the night sky through your telescope? Well, you can see just about anything, really.
1: Uh, The easiest thing to look at, of course, in the night sky is the moon, and You can see various planets that might be in the night sky, depending on the time of year and the time of night. You can look at faraway galaxies. You can look at star clusters. Now there are little gadgets and tools that amateur astronomers use, uh, such as filters uh, for your eyepieces, and those help to see different types of uh, nebulas, and uh, actually, the word nebula means cloud. So uh, I always joke about the uh, Muskie Mesqu- or the uh, Michigan nebula. It's so cloudy here. Um, but just about anything possible. Now, obviously, there's some objects that are so far away that visually we can't detect them, and those can only be seen through uh, long exposure photography work.
0: Tell us about the Muskegon Astronomical Society. Well, the Muskegon
1: Astronomical Society, or the MAS as we call it, it is a 5013C nonprofit organization. Our main purpose is just to enjoy and promote amateur astronomy. Uh, we have a lot of activities both for amateur astronomers in the area, our club members, and for the public and also opportunities to meet and share different experiences with others that are interested in the hobby. Uh, The MAS was founded in 1972, and we were incorporated in 1978, uh, given the 501c3 nonprofit status in 1987. And we've gone from a small dome in town to a multi-building complex currently, out at the Muskegon Wastewater Treatment System Facility. Uh, Today, the society continues to flourish thanks to the hard work and dedication of all of its members. Describe a typical event at the society. Well, Jason, we have lots of events throughout the year, and every year we publish a yearly calendar of events. Uh, We also... uh, This is published on, on our website, and also copies made that the members can distribute out to the public. Um, A typical event would mean inviting the public out to our observatory site or maybe, say, one of the state parks. We've had events down in Grand Haven at the waterfront. We've had events at North Muskegon State Park. Uh, Each year we try to do an open house event at the Lakes Mall. And we've also been invited a few years past down to the Grand Valley State University for a special science day there. But a typical event would be getting started early evening, maybe dusk, just after dusk. And all of us gathering, everyone that has uh, a telescope or binoculars, and you don't need a telescope to see anything. I tell people the best visual aid that everybody has is their two eyes. And that's a great place to start. And from there, we go on to binoculars and then to telescopes. So you don't need equipment to really look at anything. And as people come and go, uh, we have a lot of fun, uh, of course, talking about our our uh, astronomy club and showing them some views through, through the equipment. Uh, again, these can be maybe a couple of the planets that happen to be visual uh, up in the sky at the time or uh, some of the galaxies that are, that are uh, out there that we can see. And we usually go till 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, uh, just about how, however long people can hold out and, and stay awake. So, How do people get involved? Well, of course, uh, you can contact the society directly, and again, that is through our website. You can also contact me. Uh, The best place to be, I think the best place to go would be our website, because that'll give you all the information that you need, not only on the society itself and describing it and what we do. But it will give uh, actual sign-up information, and I believe, if I remember correctly, there is a page that the public can print out and fill out, and then mail into our uh, mailing address there.
0: Okay, let's let's move on to some of the bigger picture questions. You know, we're going outside of of Muskegon here, and one of the things that I, I wanted to ask an astronomer like yourself is that. Is it important for humans to travel to Mars and beyond? That is a
1: huge question, Jason. And in my spare time each day, I've I try to read a lot of the newsprint out there, uh, mostly online through different news media. That is uh, that's a question that a lot of people are asking whether we should go to mars or not and i from what i've heard and read i think a lot of the public interest is saying yes Uh, we're looking at heading to the moon uh here in the next decade or so and using that as a stepping stone for traveling on to mars i don't know if uh that will happen in my lifetime or not But at least it's good to know that mankind as a race and as explorers, you know, we're not only looking at things here on Earth, but we're also contemplating the exploration of the heavens, too. And that is, to coin an old phrase, that is the final frontier. Um, I think going to Mars is important just for the scientific study and, again, finding our place here, not only in our own solar system, but in the, in the universe and understanding more about the heavens, what they're made of, how they came to be. Uh, I think going to
0: Mars is very important myself personally. Tell our listeners something that the average person doesn't know about our universe.
1: Wow. We only have a few minutes here. I could go on and on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Something that has surprised me that I've recently recently read is that the astronomy profession in general, through telescopes here on the ground, and especially with the different orbiting telescopes uh, that we have around the Earth, uh, there's three main ones that are in operation right now. The Hubble Space Telescope, which is more of a visual telescope, Uh, there's also the Spitzer uh, Space Telescope, which um, looks at objects in other various wavelengths, and the Chandra X-ray Telescope, uh, again, a different wavelength of of the visible spectrum. But I've recently found out that astronomers have discovered, I think it's close to almost 200, the number uh, now what they call exoplanets or exosolar planets. And these are planets that are actually orbiting stars other than our own. And these planets have been detected uh, by various means and studied as far as their composition in the atmosphere, their orbits, their distances from uh, the parent stars. And just to know that a lot of these exoplanets more and more are being discovered all the time. Uh, It's interesting to know that maybe sometime we'll
0: find life out there. I don't know. you kind of stole my thunder on the next question here. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to ask you if you felt the truth was out there. Well, Jason, I'd
1: like to think that we are kind of a unique... Presence here on Earth that there's nothing, no other forms of life but us. And um, that gives us a special presence in the universe. I do also like to think that we might be able to find some kind of life out there that's been brought about in whatever fashion, uh, that we are not alone in the universe, so to speak. Um, I I'm not sure which I tend to lean toward myself personally but like I said before ask anybody that question and I think you'll need a lot of sheets of paper for the different answers you'll get
0: (laughs) well I think Fox Mulder will be happy to hear that at least you're open to the the (laughs) idea all right let's move on to our final question here you have one minute alone with a person considering joining the Muskegon Astronomical Society make your pitch to get them to join. Well, Jason, I'm so glad
1: you inquired about joining the MAS today. And I guess all I can say is that if you have an interest in science in general, if you've always wondered what's out there or what's up, if you've ever looked up in the night sky on a clear night, as I said before, and seen all these points of light and just thought to yourself, What is that? What are those objects out there? How far away are they? Would I be able to see them better using different equipment? Just plain old curiosity, I encourage uh, you or anybody out there in our listening audience to consider. uh, If you're local here to Muskegon, Michigan, uh, inquire about the Muskegon Astronomical Society Uh, Again, you can contact myself or the uh, club in general, Um, just anyone that has a curiosity. I think that's the best word to use, and um, I know at our open houses, we have people of all ages. I've entertained kids, well, I think they've entertained me actually on a few different occasions. And adults also. I think sometimes the adults have more questions than the kids out there. Um, but it is really nice to entertain and, and inform uh, people of what we do. Um, I guess the best answer I can give everybody is if you've got the least bit of interest or curiosity about astronomy and in, in, in particular... Uh, you're welcome to contact our, our MAS society. Uh, or if you're away from town, um, seek out a local astronomy club. Do a You can do a search on the Internet. You can find lots of different organizations out there. I've already found several that are within the state of Michigan. And uh, so it's very nice to see that uh, people are actively pursuing uh, this very interesting hobby of ours.
0: Well, thank you very much, John. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Jason. I did, too. Since 1972, the Muskegon Astronomical Society has been promoting astronomy in the area. They give amateur astronomers the opportunity to meet with other people interested in the field and share their experiences. If you're curious about astronomy or just looking for something different to do, I would encourage you to take part in a Muskegon Astronomical Society event. If John's passion and knowledge of astronomy is any indication, the MAS is worth checking out. A visit to their website shows things going on nearly every week for amateur astronomers. The site is also packed with information on the sun, moon, planets, comets, space weather, and more. So for more information on the Muskegon Astronomical Society, visit wmish-astro.org I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback and for the latest feedback on Inside Muskegon, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com You can post your own comments to the site, view the comments of others and even comment on their comments That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 72 of Inside Muskegon For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear or Inside Muskegon I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing Jason at